We rolling? All right, we're rolling. All right. Jeff Spencer, I was curious over the course of you know the several different phases of a construction project. Are there any key points where, for example, let's say you're running four crews on four different jobs, but one of those crews is held up for some reason? What sort of phases throughout that project can you take that extra crew, bring him up to maybe do some work that was planned in the future that you could push up? Are there any circumstances like that? Yeah, they are. You know, especially you know the the bigger the project, the more likely you can make that happen. Uh, you know, what I say is, like a lot of times, you know, you may be laying on on a, a you know water line, fire line, sanitary sewer, and maybe it makes a loop, you know, around the whole building, big warehouse building or something. And you got you know different areas, you know, like you got one crew work on this side. This building may be you know four or five hundred feet long, so you can put one on the other side of the building. Let them start and they meet in the middle, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may be, you know, an instance where you're working on sanitary sewer, which is going to go in first because it's the deepest, you know, usually the deepest on the project. So your sanitary sewer goes in. Well, you need another crew, you can get them to start laying, you know, either storm or water, you know, because that's the next shallowest, you know, mm-hmm. utilities. So they can start right there. Uh, grading, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a catch 22. If you've got a big enough grade crew on a site and you got another grade crew that may be called up or kind of in limbo for two or three weeks, that may be tough. Uh, you may have to kind of disperse them up, you know, split the crew up in, in like two or three different jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, because generally you've got enough equipment there to do the, the grading site. Uh, you don't really want to start mobilizing or remobilizing that much equipment because, you know, when you're doing like a big grade site, you know, you're talking maybe 10, 15, 20 pieces of equipment. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to start moving, you know, that much equipment around. You know, so it's better just to kind of leave the equipment setting to save on remobilization and then take your men and, like, maybe this crew over here needs one or two guys. This crew over here may need one or two guys. Yeah. Kind of split them up. And then if, if you don't, maybe you got some smaller projects. You can break them up in two or three different crews and start tackling some of these smaller projects and get them knocked out, stuff that you've kind of had waiting to fill gaps. And that's what we do a lot of times, you know, is like we try to save some of our smaller projects for when we're in between jobs and we take a crew, go over and knock them out in a hurry, or we got, you know, a bunch of rain gusts delayed or kind of weather issues, and then we can take our crews and keep them busy, like working in the street somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, stuff of that nature. You make, you put your crew on the streets? Sometimes. <laughs> if it pays more. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what man's got to do, what man's got to yeah. do. Yeah. Everybody wants to eat. Yeah, that's right. But no, there's, there's a lot of ways, you know, to, to move your men around and, and make it work. And the uh, main thing is is knowing your crews. And we, we try to move people up, you know, in the ranks. Mm-hmm. So you've generally got some operators and stuff out there that are looking in the near future of being possibly another foreman. And so, like, if you do have to split your crew up, you've usually got one or two good operators that have good leadership roles, uh, they can read blueprints, shoot grade, you know, stuff of that nature. And then you can give him two or three guys and let him go somewhere. Gives him a little more experience at running a crew, kind of help prepare him. Yeah. And also keeps your guys busy. A good opportunity to get some exposure right. to that type of work. Yes. That's great. But, you know, you, maybe you got some stuff around the shop you've been putting off, you know, and he's done. 
you know, if it's just for a few days, you can send a crew of guys over there to clean up, haul off scrap metal. Maybe, you know, you lay down your yard stuff at your shop needs to be graded out and cleaned up. Let them work on that. Mm-hmm. Keep them utilized. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't, in this day and time, in this market, if you've got guys and they feel like that you're not going to keep them busy, there's people out there, headhunters and everything else, you know, that's looking yeah. for, for good construction, you know, yeah. employees right now. So, yes, you need to need to make sure you're paying your guys good and uh, the ones that deserve it and uh, make sure you make them feel like that there's job security there we're not out looking for somewhere else to go. Absolutely, because they have options. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, that's great. Do robots eat hot dogs? No, but they suck a lot on them lithium batteries. Interesting. All right, guys. <laughs> we're going to call that a wrap. All right. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff. Chris, appreciate it, man. I'll see you guys on the other side. See y'all. Check us out. Google Property Dig. Check us out. PropertyDig.com. We'll see you there. Later.